Welcome to the Inspired by Adventure podcast, bringing you the adventure across the airwaves. All right, hello everyone. Cole Watkins here for another episode of Inspired by Adventure podcast. Today we have a very special guest with us. We have Captain Monique Lamb, who uh, is joining us from Belize. And Monique has recently become the first female captain in Belize to hold a Master of Yachts 200 ton hour certification. How are you doing, Monique? Captain Thank Monique. you. I'm doing great. Doing great. Yeah. Thank you. We're, we're we're very proud of you uh, here at Aggressive Adventures. I'm sure all of our customers, especially all of our female customers, are very proud uh, to hear that uh, you've become the first female captain there in Belize to do this. And currently, you're uh, doing a little wrapping up your training, right? As uh, the second captain on the Belize Aggressor Four right now, is that right? Tell us a little bit about. It. On the Belize Aggressor Three, and yes, that is correct. <laughs> okay, very cool. So, so we got a little questionnaire here. We're gonna go through, and we're gonna go down this and and ask you some some questions and and uh, learn a little bit about you and why uh, you decided that you want to get your captain's license. So, uh, we'll we'll start with the from the from the very beginning. So, how did you get started with Aggressor Adventures, and what oppositions have you held? Well, there's been a series of events that happened so fast for me. Uh, it all started when I left school in 2013. I graduated with an undergrad in marine biology. And later that year, I met this lady, Luz Hunter, who uh, quickly trained me up for a local tour guide license. And by the end of that year, I met another lady, Lisa Farn, who had me actively involved in coral restoration. And she had a project going on. and involved me in it to do my rescue diver and my dive master so i started working from that time as a as a local research diver and by mid 2014 los hunter called me up and she was like how would you like to go for a tryout week on belize aggressor so i said belize aggressor miss Luz, what is that and she further explained to me that oh it's a dive liveaboard and my son He's one of the captain on the boat. And I said, okay, say less. Yes, I'll, <laughs> I'll go. And um, I was wrapping up with a research project for the Southern Environmental Association down in Placencia. And the next day when I left, it was the Friday, I booked a flight, a domestic flight to Belize City. And I was on the dock waiting for this interview as the boat was approaching. That was when I first met Captain Chris Taylor and also Captain Jay Roberts. He was first captain on that boat. Uh, the following day, which was a Saturday, I joined the team for my tryout week. And that turned to seven weeks. And now it's going on nine years. Oh, wow. <laughs> How nervous were you on that first trip? It was really weird because all I knew was the name of the corals and the name of the fish. I haven't worked in the tourism field like that or on a dive liveaboard before, but it was nice. I'm still there. Awesome. Great. So what opposition have you held in your nine years? Um, well, mainly I've been a dive guide and video pro, but throughout the years I've filled in some posts here and there, like I can remember for a few weeks being stewardess on the boat. So some guests would return while I'm diving and be like, hey, you made some really great desserts and some really fresh baked bread for us. But most of my divers will always remember me as a dive guide. Okay, I see. Now, and what made you want to get your captain's license? Well, I can remember 
when I graduated from preschool, I think you guys call it kindergarten, uh-huh. uh, we had to tell the congregation what we uh, aspire to be when we're all grown up. As a little girl, all I knew was what I saw, and that was my dad. So I stood up proudly, held a microphone, and I said, when I grow up, I want to be a captain just like my dad. Well, oh, wow. best believe everyone laughed at me because I guess it was the first time in kindergarten history they have heard a little girl said that she wants to be a captain. But my dad, he did sit up and he clapped for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I see on uh, one of your things you had told us already that he used to call you his pirate princess, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. and, that, and now he calls you captain, huh? <laughs> captain, that's for sure. And um, this whopping 110 footer is definitely an eye opener. You know, it still adds some sparks in my brave little heart. <laughs> yeah. Well, the opportunity was announced to us uh, via one of the captain who was going to make a shift in his career. You know, he told us about the possibility and kind of presented it to myself and another crew member. However, the other crew member is more focused on the engineering field. So we spoke about it and tried to, you know, clear up any doubt that I would have. And that's what I made the decision and I accepted the challenge knowing that a solid team would be by my side. Okay, great. So what would you say was the hardest part about getting to this point? Being a female in a male-dominated industry can be hard, but I could handle that. I'd say trying to find a balance between work and home is still very challenging for me. I do have a son who is three years old. My mom do takes care of him. So I know he's in good hand and I can remember working and trying to study, but as soon as I opened my book, I would fall asleep. And okay. when I'm on holiday, I would do my motherly duty. And when it's time to pick up my book, my baby would climb between me and my manual and pretend like he's reading. So I had to figure out the perfect time to get done what I needed to get done. Sounds like you're a very busy lady, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> what's your what's your son's name? His name is Bryson. Bryson. Okay. And does he like the ocean like his mama? Um I don't think so. <laughs> He's still young. He's still just the re you said. He is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is. <laughs> okay. Well what would you say is the most rewarding part of your job? Most rewarding part of my job. From a child, I knew that my career would have landed me in the ocean. Being able to promote marine conservation awareness and showing off what we have in the pristine waters of Belize gives me great joy. I absolutely enjoy my job and Aggressor Adventures provides me with the best setting to fulfill my purpose. Okay, very professional answer there. <laughs> you feel like you've been working on that one, huh? <laughs> Let's see. And so, so what does it mean to be the first female captain in Belize? What does that mean to you? This is a very proud moment for me, for my son, my family, my friends, and even for my country beliefs. Some days, literally, I have to pinch myself. The way I feel is indescribable. I am honored that I get to create a path for other females in Belize. Uh, how else can our females want to become a boat captain if they haven't seen it before? If mm-hmm. I have inspired one young girl, then I believe I have done a lot. Okay. So, so how did the family, re- how did your family react uh, to you getting this achievement? 
I reflect back on my childhood. My mom and my dad had different agendas for our lives, but they were very supportive in whatever decision I made. When I graduated from university, I told them I would take a break and find a job. I later went living on my own, got my dive master, got my first car, and then I later had my son. Through it all, they were cheering for me. So mm -hmm. I remember calling my mom and told her that I passed my course and she screamed a little in the phone. She was like, yes, I'm <laughs> proud of you. But when I called my dad, I could tell that that man had stopped in his path. He said, yeah. congratulations, my captain. And like you said, normally he would refer to me as his pirate princess, but my captain, that was definitely new. My son, he's <laughs> super proud. He just don't know it yet. And my partner, <laughs> he flew all the way to Florida to personally congratulate me. So my family is super proud and I owe it to them. That's great. It's great to have a great support system like that. And uh, so, so, so tell us a little bit about your, uh, your hobbies and interests and what you'd like to do when you're not working. Well, it only takes a couple of days off work for me to miss diving and want to go back. However, yeah. when I'm off, I do utilize this time to give as much hugs and kisses to my son. Besides that, I love to cook, I love to travel, and I also love to sew. Okay. And, uh, and how long have you been a diver? I started diving when I was 15 years old. So we can safely say I've been diving for 15 years. Okay. And uh, have you all, so it sounds like you've always had a love for the ocean. You kind of mentioned that as a, as a preschooler. Uh, so do you think that's something that your, your dad brought on to you? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, I grew up on a little island down south of the country and uh, he, he's my eyeball. Okay. Very cool. So uh, do you have a, a, a particularly favorite dive site in Belize that you like to, that you, it's one you can't miss? And you're fighting the other crew members saying, I'm diving today on this one. <laughs> Belize is home to the largest bar reef in this area, along with three of the four atolls in this region. So to find a favorite dive site is a very huge task. However, I absolutely enjoy diving the Great Blue Hole. It is the largest sea hole in the world, a thousand feet across, 402 feet deep the last time we checked in 2018. It has so many unique qualities about it. First explored by French documentarian Jacques Cousteau, and he also placed it on the top 10 diving destinations. For some, it may just be a bucket list dive. However, it takes me back in time. Stalactites, stalagmites, and columns at 130 feet. How cool is that? Yeah, that's a that's a cool dive site for sure. It's one that's uh, on a lot of people's bucket list. I, I enjoyed the time I got to do it myself. So let's see, uh, do you have a, a favorite underwater uh, creature to see when you're diving? Um, with a very difficult process of elimination, I must go with the white spotted toadfish. Not okay. only is the shape of this fish super weird and cool resembling that of a giant tadpole, but it's also endemic to Belize, mm -hmm. making it even way cooler. So we always try to ensure that all our guests are fully aware of this so that they can try their best to see it while we're diving around Turnip. Okay, very cool. Well, um, that's pretty much all the questions that we had on our little questionnaire, and I appreciate you hopping on to, to, to answer those for us. But real quick, just what would you say to like any girl that might be you know, a young kid anywhere from the age that you were when you started taking an interest in the ocean? What would you say to a young girl about you know, following your dreams to 
to become a scuba diver and a captain? Well, I like to say that if your dreams don't scare you, then it's not for you. I know, and not because you've only you're only used to seeing men in that field doesn't mean that you can't create a path for other females. People are always watching. Okay. Don't be afraid. Go ahead and do what you need to do. <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you so much for hopping on with us, Captain Monique. And um, we're, we're, like you said, your family's proud of you, and we are definitely proud of you as well here at Aggressive Ventures. So great job to you, and um, I'm looking forward to uh, diving with you guys soon. I know all of our uh, upcoming Belize customers are going to be excited to meet you. You're going to be famous now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I'm looking forward to it, too. Okay. Thank you again, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? Thanks for tuning into the Inspired by Adventure podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you haven't already, please subscribe through iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time.